Hello, and thank you for listening to the Rio Blanco County newscast featuring highlights from the June 9th, 2022 print edition of the Rio Blanco Herald Times. The big story this week involves a subject that affects the entire county from the headwaters of the White River all the way to the western border of the state. United States Geological Survey biologist Natalie Day presented an overview of the results of a multi-year-long study looking into the cause of algae blooms on the White River. All of our data and all of our analyses are going to be available in two reports. They should probably be available by the end of the year. That's USGS biologist Natalie Day, who conducted and presented the study, which involved three years of data collection from 2018 to 2020, testing two hypotheses. The first one was that during big water years, with flows, peak flows that were really high, high enough to move typical bed sediment sizes, to move big rocks, we would see less algae. Day described how large quantities of water during an above average peak runoff helps to shift rocks and sediment on the stream bed, which can scrape off algae. She noted those positive effects seem to have lasted more than a year based on continued measurements of algae. The correlation between higher runoff peaks and less algae growth could explain in part why algae blooms have been more prevalent in the last 10 years, since an analysis of historical streamflow data shows median streamflows on the White River have declined 66% in the last 40 years. We also found decreases in maximum flows during May and June, and an increase in flow in April. So that may indicate a shift toward earlier melt happening and an overall smaller peak. This is something that's happening across the upper Colorado River Basin and the West in general. Snowmelt runoff is happening earlier, it's smaller, and it doesn't last as long. The second hypothesis tested by the study involved physical characteristics, specifically that, quote, physical and chemical characteristics like light availability, water temperature, and nutrient availability would promote algae growth, end quote. And what we found by measuring these variables across 20 different sites for multiple years is that sites with greater stability or bigger rocks, higher water temperatures, and greater phosphorus availability had greater algal biomass. Biologist Natalie Day said study findings could be used to suggest best management practices to do things like reduce nutrients entering the river as one way to influence and have a positive impact on algae growth. Now that we got that out of the way, here's some quick news updates from this week. Colorado County clerks began mailing ballots this week to eligible registered active voters for the 2022 state primary election. Registered Republicans, Democrats, and unaffiliated voters who selected a party preference will be mailed one ballot packet for their party's primary. Unaffiliated voters who did not select a party preference will receive both, but they may only vote on and return one. If both are returned, neither will count. That's a message to the overachievers. Only do one. You do not get extra credit for doing both. Speaking of elections, the Herald Times has been conducting interviews with various candidates for local and state offices. This week, we spoke with local candidates for Rio Blanco County Sheriff and Rio Blanco County Commissioner. You can find those full interviews on our YouTube channel or our website, ht1885.com. We also spoke with State House District 26 candidate Savannah Wolfson. I want to be the person in the room who is the voice for the families who actually live here. Um, and when somebody has a ridiculous suggestion, I want to be the one who pipes up and says, 
as somebody who spent a lot of time on ranches, this is how your suggestion would impact the rancher on the ground. You can find all of the 2022 election interviews on our website, including a recent interview with Colorado Senate District 8 candidate Dylan Roberts. In local government news, Meeker trustees were divided on whether or not to offer more funding for continued improvements at Circle Park in partnership with the Rec District. Meeker Mayor Kent Borchard cast the deciding tiebreaker vote, choosing to award a bid to SWCA for $158,000 to begin the engineering and planning process for improvements to the riverfront. Meeker trustees also did other stuff, which you can read about in the story on our website or in this week's print edition. In this week's editor's column, HT editor Nikki Turner offers a reminder to current and prospective elected officials, as well as average citizens, about Colorado's sunshine laws, which prohibit secret meetings of government officials and generally promote transparency. Learning what is and isn't kosher in open meetings is also important to know. If you're involved with a board for whatever reason, it's useful to know the basics of open meetings laws, like when it's okay to go into executive session and how that is to be done. Sound interesting? You may be a news nerd. I'm sorry to be the one to break this to you. You can read all about it in this week's editor's column titled Sunshine for All. And there's a lot more I could say, but that's all for now in this week's News Highlights podcast. If you want to read more and stay informed about what's happening in your local community, you'll just have to go to our website, hd1885.com, pick up a print edition of the newspaper, or even sign up for a yearly subscription worth the money. Thanks for supporting community journalism.